This is Nate back, episode number three. Thank you so much for coming back to the BizX podcast, uh, being recorded again on a Thursday evening from the beautiful city of Shakopee, Minnesota. Uh, a great show tonight, a lot of fun things to get to. Uh, right off the bat, we'll put it out there, Tannen is not with us. Ugh. He just can't get over the ick. Um, he called me back on the 13th of March, uh, before the show, I think it would have been last week, because he said, hey man, are we going to be able to you know, record, and, and what can we do, and he did not feel well, so he's not here tonight. So this is me channeling Tannen. This is Tannen's voicemail, um, again, from March 13, uh, saying that he did not feel well. Here he is. Hey, Nate. How you doing, buddy? It's Tannen. Uh, just checking in, seeing how things are going. Um, anyways, yeah, I got your text today. I just wanted to return the call. So, all right, buddy, give me a call your chance. Bye. Sounds very nasally and very uh, not feeling well. So, uh, Tannen, please get well. We are awaiting your, uh, by bated breath, return uh, when you do return to us, I know, next week. So, uh, in the meantime, a couple of new business items. Um, if you did not see on Twitter this week, we are officially on iTunes. I know. Uh, also, if you know the app Stitcher, uh, you can find us on Stitcher as well. Uh, Stitcher's pre- actually pretty cool. Uh, it's a... Uh, a rotating app where there's a ton of different podcasts on there, and you can kind of like your favorite ones. So anytime you pull up the app, uh, it's going to give your latest, newest episodes of everything you're following. So it's pretty cool. Check that out as well. Uh, of course, you can always get the link to our SoundCloud page uh, through our Twitter feed as well. Uh, but a couple new business pieces, just want to pass that along so everybody understands. Um, secondly, uh, in Tannen's stead, one more time, uh, we have a friend of the show for the first time, is another kind of guest co-host. Um, Mike, say hi. Hi. So if everybody listened to episode one or episode two, uh, Mikey was the guy that kind of chimed in and helped us out with a couple of things. So, Mike, I thought it'd be kind of funny to try to get you a name already. Oh, no. Like a nickname. Yeah. Nickname. Yeah. Do, do you right. have a nickname otherwise? Uh, no. You don't? So let's, I thought of no. may, maybe about uh, Superman of Stats. I know you're a big Superman guy. Yep. Otherwise, uh, I was looking at doing this for you. The Stat Man. I'm the Stat Man. Not the Scat Man, but the Stat Man. That's that's pretty good. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. The Stat Man. The Stat Man. Because you're the Stat Guy. Yeah. So who who are you, by the way? You're Mikey. You've you've been referenced in a couple episodes. Yeah. Mike's a friend of mine. Um, he obviously is from the Twin Cities, but I'll let him jump in. Yeah. I, as you said, we've been friends for years and years. Um, I. I am, uh, I'm Twin Cities born and raised, uh, northern suburbs. Currently, I'm in White Bear Lake. White Bear. White Bear. Right? The, uh, 
City of Lakes and Legends is our is our it's beautiful tag, up there. Our tagline. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Um, and uh, it's quite the drive from White Bear to Shock <laughs> OP. Forty minutes. Forty minutes. Not that's bad. That's not too bad. No. Time Everything's always about a half hour away in the Twin Cities. Yeah. Twenty minutes maybe is a better way right. to put it. But. And uh, so yeah, so I've been up there. It's been great. It's uh, I work downtown Minneapolis. I've been in the accounting world ever since graduation. Nerd alert. Nerd. Um, but. It's uh, cause you know numbers are my jam. Yeah, yeah. Like I am, I'm always about the numbers. Your math degree, I right? I am. Yeah. I'm like that guy. River Falls. River Falls. Yep. Uh, math degree. Not quite the Big Bang Theory. Okay. But you know, not to that level. I'm close. Yeah. Uh, like I'm the guy that like when somebody says, "Oh, it's this," I'm like, eh, "It's not quite. Not it's, it. it. It's got to be actually here." Let me correct you. <laughs> so. Drives my wife nuts. I, I, I would imagine. How about your daughter? Oh, uh, yeah. She is already quite opinionated and knows, like, well, but dad, it's it's great. It's great. She's yeah. only two. Does she add yet? Does she do math? We're working on it. Yeah. Can We're she count to 10? I'm assuming. Oh, all that. Yeah. All that. 20. Kind. Right. Yeah. From the guy who some, doesn't have kids. I don't some, have the markers yet of what age does Sometimes it goes what. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 10. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah, hopefully her bank We're account close. does that someday too. Hopefully, one, two, three, four, five, a thousand. Hey, yeah, right. So, uh, kind of a s- silly segue, but uh, Mike and I always really kind of talk about—not always, but a lot of times—just kind of talk about personal finance and share successes and and um, kind of get into it now and again. But we also have. A buddy of ours. Explain it for us. Yeah. He, we, we got a buddy. So so when you were saying, hey, Tannen's sick. Yeah. Can you come help me out with this yeah. podcast? It was like, well, what are we going to talk about? Right. We're not experts. Right. But we are constantly talking. We're passionate we, about we're it. We're passionate. Yeah. And like we're at that stage in our life where it's like, hey, we're not at fresh out of college. We're not teenagers. Mm-hmm. We're not just starting out. And we're not retiring like our parents are but we're that like third of the way through and we're like we should have our stuff figured out and it's like so yeah you and i talk all the time about Mm -hmm. like hey you've did you see this article or did you hear hey did you hear this yeah right um about uh finances and money and and things happening in the money world right and so uh we yeah we have a friend oh yeah so you said, uh, what can we talk about on the podcast this right. week? And I said, well, you know, anytime this friend brings up, hey, guys, I'm struggling, not not necessarily struggling, He's but just challenged he, he or asks for advice. Yeah, right. You and I are like a flood always of, of like, <laughs> hey, open the hose. Here comes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, but it's great, you know, and and so. I'm sure we will easily talk for 30 minutes on this. Oh, gosh, yeah. Hopefully, let's cut it down so we're not... Well, we, we're already a couple minutes in here. Of course, so. but it's fine. Um, beautiful thing about podcasting, you go as long as you want, right? We don't got to cut for breaks, but... Um, so, yeah. we kind of talked about, before we got started, just kind of three areas to kind of just peruse, if you will. Savings being one, uh, credit being another, and just having a general awareness to your own stuff, basically, is kind of the third, but... yeah. Um, I, I'll just kind of start for purposes of time. Um, but the savings piece, I'm sorry. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. The savings piece. But, um, for me, it was really kind of all about then even budgeting. Yeah. How'd you get started? Um, so 10 years ago, is it 10 years ago? 17. Yeah. 2007, 2008, I was working for myself all right. and, uh, I was flipping property in the real estate thing. And without the paycheck of a steady income every couple of weeks without a day job, I was a little bit skittish and nervous about, budgeting, saving money, having money, first and foremost, aside from like selling a house and everything. So 
I didn't know what I was doing other than I'm going to budget myself. And it's kind of glorified checkbook balancing in a way, even though none of us use checkbooks anymore. But so I literally opened up an Excel document, which I'm not an expert of by any means. Excel, right. you're more of the Excel math I, guy. I live in it. You live in it. Um, do you swim in it? Uh, you can. <laughs> so I was not the Excel guy. And I said, I need to figure out how to budget myself. So everybody has, say, a water bill. Everybody has a cell phone bill. Mm -hmm. um, back in, in 2007, you know, I was 10 years younger, you of course. Your so bill? I, I did I did have a mortgage, actually, in 2007. Um, but I had all these expenses, right? And then I wasn't aware necessarily of who I was, but my my money coming in. So I literally started to track everything and go, all right, well, my water bill is 40 bucks this month. My phone bill is 70 bucks. I have a $100 credit card bill I need to pay. I have this. I have rent. I have a mortgage, whatever it is, my car payment. Um, but I think the thing that people miss, at least what I kind of got out of starting to budget for the, for the first few months, if you will, is I always read articles about, and I've always been this way. I've always been, how do I retire even though I'm 20 five at the time or whatever, you know, even now in yeah. our thirties, I think about retirement. Right. Um, just su super s stupidly acute and aware of it. Um, I said, I need to pay myself because all I'm doing is I'm working and I'm paying the f cell phone company. I'm paying, um, you know, the water company, I'm paying the light company for all these things. Uh, but I'm not paying myself. And so one of the things I really try to do that is in my budget, yeah. I put a, a line item where I'm putting money into my savings every month. Do you do that? Yeah, I do that. You do. I do. I uh I I even, you know, I even even if it's it, 50 bucks, right? Exactly. It adds up right. so fast. I even actually already have uh two accounts for my daughter. She's two and a half. Oh, and really? she has two accounts. Wow. Because uh we looked at it and you know, the price of uh college is going through the roof, you know, they talk about uh you know, when if you have a kid today, their college graduation is going to yeah. be insane. And so you know, I have no idea how it's ever going to get paid for, but we th we said we want to help her out. So we already, on her first birthday, or sorry, the day she was born, yeah. we said, you know what, let's open up an account and let's just make it every single month. Let's put a little bit of money in there. And it adds up so fast. Right. Um, so even if you're not saving for a kid, obviously you can still do this. Across. Right. Yeah. And exactly. You can. And so, you know, making the savings automatic, you know, rather than saying, you know, you said you have an Excel bill or uh, uh, sorry, not your Excel bill. That could be one of your bills, but an Excel a water bill or a yeah, anything of all of the expenses. But like if you put one in there as an automatic payment into your savings account mm -hmm. you start to think of it almost as a bill right exactly how i think of it it's an yeah. expense for me but it's and paying me you know because so many people i think their savings is just what's whatever's left over right you know okay so maybe one month i saved 20 bucks because i only went out to dinner three times yeah. so i have an extra 20 bucks right. to save or something right. yeah. because you know and that's the thing is i think a lot of people just tend to spend whatever they have mm -hmm. you know and so when they you take that out automatically and put that as like an expense item of moving a hundred bucks to your savings account each month, mm -hmm. there you go. You have less that you're going to just go to target and you know, we all know how target is. You go yeah. in, go for and 20 and hey, come out with 120. Exactly. Yeah. Right. It's like, Hey, I need some uh, tide and you come out with a hundred dollars. Right. What? Right. What? I, I feel a lot of people live in savings or live in checking accounts. Kind of just like you said, they get their money. Definitely. You know, deposited into a checking account. They use their debit card, they, yep. but they buy things, which is great because they're not then maybe using credit, but they're not using and utilizing a savings mechanism. Right. They might do the 401k piece or something through their jobs. Um, if, even if you don't have a 401k in your job, 
Um, there was a time, again, when I was back in 2007 working for myself, I then started to put money away in an IRA. So, you know, still trying to do something because I didn't have the yeah. vehicle to do a 401k right. or whatever. But, um, but yeah, I, I just feel like people use checking accounts way too much and rely upon. It's like, oh, I have like six grand in my checking. It's like, well, that's great, but it should be in your savings account. Does, yeah. Do you need six grand in your checking right. account to right. go to that's, McDonald's or something? That's quite. And <laughs> hey, that would be one heck of a bill. <laughs> a lot of shamrock shakes right now. Ooh, that's great. Um, yeah, that uh, I think I think having multiple accounts is usually pretty helpful and to it's people. easy nowadays online yeah nowadays you yeah. can have everything's in your pocket in your right. phone you know i don't know of a major bank that doesn't have an app yeah. and usually you can then transfer between the accounts instantaneously right you can say you know say you leave one paycheck worth in your checking account and you know then on payday it goes up to two mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that's about where i sit it's kind of what i do because i pay bills about a month in advance. Yeah. So if I get paid tomorrow on Friday, and it's the twenty fourth of March, I'm paying bills for the end of April. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So I go out, you know, almost a month's time. Yeah. Um, because then I always have that buffer balance, like you right. said, in my checking yeah. account. I mean, so then you never know when something's going to happen. Right. But what I was what I was getting at is that you know, say you take that extra little bit and you put it in a savings and, you know, make it automatic, make it a hundred bucks a month or 25 bucks every couple of weeks or whatever. And, you know, and that's how I know a lot of my friends have started out where they're like, I just, I don't, I'm not in the habit of savings. Right. Is like, you know, there's lots of different challenges you can find out there. I think our mutual friend is doing the one where it's like you save a buck the first week. Right. You put two bucks in the second week. You put three bucks in the next week. It adds up. Totally. You know, what I'm doing for my daughter, $83. It doesn't sound like very much, but that adds up to $1,000 a year. Right. And because we started it when she was born, it's going to be $18,000 when she's ready to graduate mm-hmm. from high school mm-hmm. and go off to college or do whatever do she whatever. decides that she wants to do. Are you going to keep it in a savings account or are you going to move it? So, so it I mean, we have multiple. We have a couple different things going, yeah. um, and that's deeper than we need to get. Right. But it's it's just it's the habit of we're setting something aside, mm-hmm. and you know it's it's kind of what I do anytime I get a raise too. Yeah, is I increase kind of what I'm saving because I'm used to spending what I spend. Right. So all of a sudden, I, hey boss, you've had a great year. You get a little bit of a raise, and your paycheck goes up. You know, like fifty bucks. Cause sure. That's sure raises these days and well what are you going to do with that 50 bucks if you don't do anything you're easily going to spend it Mm -hmm. but if you go hey maybe now instead of my 83 dollars a month let's make it 90 Mm -hmm. and it doesn't sound like that much of a difference but it'll make it that much faster right you know it's the same sort of thing like people always do with their mortgages yeah yes Eli and I talked about this two weeks ago. Last, yeah, and yeah. and instead of paying down your mortgage exactly what they set you, put it a hundred bucks extra, and you'll pay it off in twenty two years instead of or whatever 30. the math is. And yeah. That's eight years, right? Or whatever it interest is. you're not paying a bank, right? Yeah, we're we're dead set on. Uh, we've been here since June. Um, obviously, it's March now, but every June we're going to make an extra payment. So right. you know, uh, you know, God willing that we can do it, of course, but it's only going to be just principal. Uh, in interest, so it won't, you know, include like our property taxes. It won't be our like full mortgage payment or whatever. But um, yeah, I've, there's um, apps, of course, as we all know on our phones. But um, there's an app for I forget what it's called, but it's like a um, mortgage interest payment oh, yeah. amount app or something. And 
and it allows you to then amortize or then put extra payments in. So then it tells you how many years you cut off. Like just by paying one extra payment a year, instead of doing 30 years of a mortgage, I think it cuts it down to 24 years in like two months. Awesome. Or something like that. Awesome. You know? It's like, yeah. why would and you not do it if you can't? Right. And, you can. and, you know, it's it can be daunting to say, well, I have to pay all of that all at one time. But pay it in small chunks each month. Right, right. Um, so going on Sorry, to the... Sorry, we're sidetracked. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Whatever. It happens. Uh, but going on to the credit piece, yeah. um, <laughs> credit's one of those weird things. Um, some people have it. Some people don't. Um, some people know about it. Some people don't. Um, and for me personally, again, it's been one of those things where I've just kind of learned along the way. Yeah. And I, my first credit card... When we, How old were you when you applied for your first credit card, by the way? Do you remember? I would imagine that it was college <clears throat> it was I, for me i, 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 I don't think i was think 20 i had one in high school i think i was 20 um discover card actually plug for discover card but um so i've had discover card for right. 17 years now since being out of since there's my age <laughs> 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 um so and i have i i do three credit cards and i've kind of just chosen you know more than one is important Maybe two, maybe three, probably not four or five or something, but having a couple. Yeah. Um, and I've kind of learned uh, that to what I really want to get talking about is, have you ever heard of Credit Karma? Yeah, it's a website. Yeah, So or an app on your phone, or right, or, or whatever. Okay. So Credit Karma, uh, app on your phone, free app, download it. Um, you can track your credit score live. So do you remember those commercials with those guys that, freecreditreport.com or whatever that was. They always had the yeah, funny songs. They, they, they like, uh, it was almost like the Sonic guys where they yes, just sat yes, and talked Yes, just random other. and they played guitars yeah. and they were in cars driving around. But back in those days, say that's now five, six, seven, eight years ago, every you could pull your credit once a year and it wouldn't get a ding on it, right? Uh, today, though, I don't know if laws have changed or whatever it is or if it's just the mechanism of how we're looking at it. But so Credit Karma, pulled up on your phone. Uh, it's a live instantaneous look at Two of your three scores. Do you know the three, okay. the three scores of your credit? Do you know what the the, the, the houses are called, or where are they? The the credit agencies. There you go. The credit agencies. Yeah, thank you. That? Yes. Um, let's see here. FICO's one. We all know FICO. Well, isn't it just your FICO score that's determined by these three? Well, the I fi- think it's there's three scores there's and it goes Equifax, into like your. Yep. Yep. That's one. Experian, and then um, Trans. Trans, um, trans trans union tr- union, I was union. transwestern yeah. yeah so it's so it's equifax experian and transunion so those go into they uh they they make up your fico score right right so some lenders of course look at one score over the other and different things different stuff like that but i speaking to credit credit card statements are now putting fico scores yeah i my, have that speaking on uh, my, my discover dis- card I, my discover has that also yeah. i think they all have do have you noticed though that my discover fico is higher than what it might say on Credit Karma. Does I'm sure there's a lag. I don't higher though, not lower. You'd think it might be l- lower and then coming up or something, but because it didn't it make can a big be a, purchase, it can, it can lag high. I suppose, like significantly, mm-hmm. like twenty or thirty points. Congrats! <laughs> show show everybody your phone. Look <laughs> yeah. at the, look at this. Um, but the credit piece, I, you know, some people I think struggle with, and it's I don't think it's anything you need to struggle with, but just the education. So if you go on the Credit Karma app to kind of get back on track, yeah, um, there's ways that. Everything's a percentage basis of then weighting into what your score is. So let's say, for example, you have two credit cards, and they both have $5,000 credit limits. So you have $10,000 worth of available credit. Got it. If you carry a balance over 10%, so let's say you carry a balance of $1,001 of that ten grand, yeah, it's going to negatively affect your credit score. Anything under 10%, it doesn't affect it as much. It's always going to affect it, but it doesn't affect it as much. Interesting. Um, you go apply for a new car loan, they're going to do a ding on your credit report, right? Mm. 
um, those things stay on your credit report for two years. Well, so that's you, the thing. Everybody pulls your credit these days. Right. You go get an apartment nowadays, and you're you're having to have a credit score, right? Right. I mean, Becky just went and got a new cell phone a couple months ago, uh, had the credit pulled, and it's a yeah. ding on your credit report. Right. So, I mean, there's everything under the sun nowadays is under credit. So I think it's super important that people understand and, and figure it out and just have an awareness to right. it, right? You know? Right. I mean, what are some of the things you do with it, just awareness? Well, piece? the, uh, well, or, or just, I was even going to say with credit now, I mean, even employers are looking at it. Yeah, that's right. To get and a job. So in order to get a job, they want to know that you've got pretty good credit going on. That you're a good, uh, not because I think it's, you know, borrow, borrower. Yeah. 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 They want to relate it to you as, uh, you know, you're, you're responsible um, but you know, and, and with that, and one of the things that I, I mentioned to a lot of people is that, you know, just paying attention to all your things, because as you said, so you've got two, three, four credit cards, yeah. maybe you're not using them all, all no, the time, no. but paying attention, maybe you have that one credit card that you use basically for everything. Mm-hmm. And you know that every month it's going to be, eh, it's about 500 bucks. Right. And so every month you get a statement. It says your credit card is uh, 500 bucks. And you go, okay, that's great. Pay it. Mm-hmm. And you never actually look at the items that are on there is just paying attention to that. What you're spending your money what on. What you're actually spending yeah, your right. money on can kind of open your eyes. Or you can even find mistakes. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, a guy I work with, he was like, hey, there was this uh, company Let's just call it like ABC liquor or something. And all of a sudden he had a $20 a month that was hitting him, not just this month or last month or the month before, but it was, it went back like six or seven months. And he's wow. like, I have no idea bucks. what this is. Yeah. So it added up to a couple hundred bucks and eventually he called and he got it figured out and they only refunded part of it. They okay. said, we'll, we'll refund the one that's hitting right now in last month. Mm-hmm. But dude, yeah, no. Right. Like you were actually paying for the service and the fact that you didn't use the service, <laughs> that's your own fault. Right. And, you know, it's like for myself, I pay attention to that stuff all the time. Yeah. And there's even instances where like last week I, or a couple of weeks ago, I guess, I was down in Florida, rented a car, said I didn't want to prepay for the gas. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, they still charged me for the gas. And so right. I was like, hey, why is my bill that much higher? And you know, I line item, look at it mm-hmm. and they charged me 35 bucks. So after five minute phone call with them, they said, yep, you're right. We mischarged you. And not only did they refund that 35 bucks, they gave me 50. Hey, you know, so, hey, you made 15. It's actually it. plus 15. Yeah. Plus 15. Um, but just paying attention to that. Right. Um, you know, what's actually hitting your account every day. And, you know, other things is like maybe your account is a 20 year old account like you said you're mm-hmm. discover there's a chance that you're grandfathered in to right. what things were 20 years ago right and you're earning you know 0.0001 percent of say it's a savings account yep. and you're at that where nowadays you can go get a like an online savings account and actually earn a full one percent really one percent or one percent yeah wow. and and actually that's before these last couple of rate increases went up um so it might even be more now. I, huh. So, I, so you mentioned, hey, your two, three, four credit cards. This is why I have this many. So, again, like you said, I have three that I use, um, but I don't have a balance on any of them. Yeah. And, you know, when I need it, obviously it's there for me. But how I look at it as, you know, think back to when you were 20 and your mom says, or your dad says, don't get in trouble with credit cards. Don't take out enough credit cards. You right. don't need them, all this kind of thing. Yeah. But now in your life, you need the credit. So, obviously, maybe you need more than one credit card to do so. Uh, I Another trick I found was... 
Uh, and again, the amount of credit you have goes towards your credit score. So if you have, again, again, our example, five and five to 10, yeah. you know, it's going to obviously give you something, but maybe you have three credit cards of 10 grand limits. You have $30,000 of expendable credit. Back to our first example of spending less than 10%, you know, now you can spend three grand before you're going to have any negative impact off that 30. So, you know, it's, it goes into the uh, play on numbers piece, you know, greater, bigger, yeah. all that kind so, of stuff. So you think even if I don't need it, it's good to ask every once in a while. Oh, yes. I do this twice a year, actually. I've read somewhere every six months, you can ask for an increase on your card. and It's not going to negatively affect you. It's going to go and ask for an increase. Or not Well, they're, they hope you have an increase in, <laughs> in your income or your wage, yeah. but they're going to re-ask for your income, your wage, um, address, just your work history, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And with one of my credit cards, they actually asked, well, how much do you want increased by? And I gave them a number, and that's the number they gave me. Great. So I don't know. It's just... It's just yeah. an awareness thing, right? You just yeah. stuff you can do. It's it, it's easy. It's simple. It's helpful. Mm-hmm. And like we were saying, everything is credit nowadays. Right. Everything right. is credit. It's credit, and I mean, it's also you know being aware. There are so many different ways that are out there to track. I know a lot of people love Mint.com. Oh yeah, I've I, tried it. I. It's, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. It takes a little bit of work, but or you know even just going the route that you have and I actually use too. Using a simple Excel sheet. Tracking something. And just knowing, you know, and it helps you too. Maybe you forgot to pay a card, but if you have a little tracker that says, hey, you know, have you paid your Discover bill this month? It'll remind you. Right, right, right. I don't know. We could go on and on and on. Personal finance. Easily. 101. It's, it's always good stuff. So um, I, I teased on Twitter this week. Uh, there's a new segment that I have to debut. Did you oh, see yeah? the, po- the Twitter? The I, I did. I'm worried. I thought it was to do with Tannen, and now all of a sudden it's to do with me. <laughs> yeah, well, you're, you're the guinea pig tonight. Right. Tannen's still out sick. Uh, I might cough a couple times because I'm still getting over my ick being out in a week too. But um, so the new uh, segment is actually more of a game show. Okay. okay. Uh, funny business headlines, and we're going to start it with this first. It's time for funny business headlines. With those two guys that talk about business and stuff on the BizX podcast. So there you go, funny business headlines. Right? That sounded like it should be Tannen. <laughs> Tannen is not English. He's <laughs> South Dakotian. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the way the game show works is I have three headlines. Okay. And I'm going to quiz you. And oh. what I need you to do then is you'll get a multiple choice guess of three yeah. choices of what the article is about. Yeah. So, so like mix and match. Three headlines to three articles. No. So three headlines and you're going to get three choices per headline. Ah, okay. And I'm okay. going to give you three choices and I want you to guess what the headline's about. Okay. Make sense? Got it. So without further ado, headline numero uno. Ready? Ready. Las Vegas bus serves as mobile hangover cure clinic. Las Vegas bus serves as mobile Hangover Cure Clinic. Okay. Got it. Here's your three options. Okay. Is the article about A, a bus that operates in Las Vegas that offers an app for mobile phones to test your level of sobriety and will pick you up if the app deems you're too intoxicated to drive? Okay. Here's B. Okay. A bus that parks around Las Vegas and offers medically driven hangover cure packages for sale. Or C, a bus that drives around Las Vegas and picks up pastel pedestrians on the street after wild, crazy nights. Three choices. What do you think? Mm, I wish I had a lifeline that I could uh, text. This isn't a uh, millionaire. You can't. No yeah, lifelines. Yeah, but like I could go to the power trip guys and say, what's, what's, uh, all right, let's see here. 
So A is a is it an app? Everything's an app. These Everything's days. an app these days, right? Um, or B is it medical? Or C? Mm, I'm gonna go. Twenty points on the line for 20, question one. <laughs> Twenty points. Um, let's go B. <laughs> Ding B. Woo. Correct. Uh, a Las Vegas bus is offering passengers more than a quick commute. It serves as a mobile clinic to cure hangovers. In guess it, 45 minutes. The Hangover Heaven bus. minutes. Run by Dr. Jason Burke can be found seven days a week, parked at various locations around the Las Vegas Strip to offer assistance to hard partying people who find themselves feeling the post-alcohol sickness. We've been there, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, the three packages offered at the mobile clinic involve IV fluids, vitamins, antioxidants, and treatments for headaches and nausea. So, Mike, best guess how much you think a package would cost to go get a hangover cured? Hangover cure in 45 minutes? Yeah. Let's now, it here. comes along with 750 milliliters of IV hydration, Yeah. Uh, intravenous of B and C vitamins, electrolytes, and your choice of nausea and headache medicine. You know, I feel like this is one of those, like, marketing ploy things. <laughs> okay. So, so they love keeping it, like, that simple number. Okay. So, I feel like it would be, like, the $99.99. Ah, pretty close. $159. $159. Cure your hangover in 45 minutes. Hey, that's a pretty good cure. I, there's I, there's I, been I mornings have, where I probably would have... <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have a few friends where it's been 45 days of... Not 45 oh, gosh. Days, that'd, no, that'd be a couple brutal. days. I that'd be know. brutal. All right. Yeah. 20 points for Mike. Question number Ooh. two, or article number two. Russians take curling to the next level by using blank as stones. Russians take curling to the next level by using blank as stones. Okay. Here we go. A, bowling balls as stones. B, cross-country skiers as stones. Or C, cars. Russians take curling to the next level by using blank as stones. Bowling balls, cross-country skis. Skiers, sorry. Cross-country skiers. Yeah. People. People. Or, or cars. People. Or cars. Okay. What do you think? Uh, let's see here. Let's think through them. Um, so A... Bowling balls, that's a lot like a curling stone already, mm, right? Mm -hmm. Just missing the, like, flat or the handle the or handle something. Um, all right, B, skiers. Skiers. So, like, they would push them and then have to, I don't know, that seems strange. Um, You're not C, analytical at all. Not, <laughs> right? <laughs> C, what, uh, cars? Let's go see cars. <laughs> Ding, two for two. Ding. Uh, Russian curling enthusiasts. Uh, kicked the sport up a notch with an exhibition tournament that slid cars across the ice instead of stones. The tournament, sponsored by a local auto shirts company, featured four teams of 10 people pushing compact uh, Oka cars across the ice towards Oka. Oka? I'm not sure. That must be a Russian car. Yeah. Uh, across the ice towards the curling markings. Um, Galena Kirkich, an insurance agent, masterminded the event and convinced the company to sponsor it as a means of both building enthusiasm for curling and raising awareness of the need for auto insurance. Uh, quote, curling looks boring on TV, but I played it once with friends and realized what a great sport it was. Then we decided to combine the idea of curling with cars. We consistently see accidents on the road, and we thought this would attract people's attention to the need for insurance. Interesting idea. I know, right? It's, you know, like I said, with the first one, it's all about marketing. Uh, yeah, right? It's all about yeah. marketing. Third, ready? Third. Can you all go right. three for three? We'll see. Title the headline, Leaf It Out. Leaf It Out. Okay. Is it A, 
a shortage of leafed vegetables, including broccoli and lettuce, in the UK. B, a Southern Alabama's Southern Alabama man's new invention aimed at eliminating the need to rake leaves in the fall. Mm. I would love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, C, Colorado's new slogan for leaving marijuana off the dinner table: "Leaf it out." All right, let's see here. Um, I feel like your first one is a fake shortage of leafed vegetables. Because you, you mentioned broccoli, that's not even a leaf. Is that? A <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it seems like kids everywhere would be loving that. Right? Yeah, no broccoli. No broccoli. I, Sorry, uh, mom. Uh, um, all right. Number two, leaving, picking up leaves in the fall. Southern Alabama man's new invention. It aimed at eliminating uh, the need Southern to rake Alabama leaves. Southern Alabama never invented anything. <laughs> Dis. <laughs> Dis. I'm sure they did. I don't know. Love you. Uh, <laughs> let's go see. See, leave marijuana. Colorado's new slogan for leaving marijuana off the dinner table. Yeah. Final answer. Final answer. Oh, ah. not correct. Uh, that would be a a shortage of leaf. Really? Veg- yes. Ah. Uh, British supermarkets began rationing vegetables after bad weather in Spain decimated supplies of lettuce and broccoli. Signs are warning customers. They can only buy limited numbers of certain items have sprung up in stores, while online shoppers are uh, unable to ba- order basic vegetables such as lettuce as they're out of stock. Uh, customers ex- can expect shortages of, of lettuce, baby spinach, mixed leaves, rocket, whatever rocket is, cauliflower, broccoli, peppers, cucumbers, tomatoes, lemons, and oranges. Uh, oh my, reports the Daily Mall or Daily Mail. Uh, Morrison's, which is a store in the UK, has imposed a limit of three heads of broccoli and three iceberg lettuce heads per customer throughout its 492 oh, stores. Yeah. Would you be able to make that quota? Can you do only three every time? I think so. And uh, just so you know, Rocket is uh, arugula. Arugula? What's arugula? That doesn't Aru- help me either. Arugula. Arugula? Like A-R-U-G-U-L-A. Arugula. Still don't know what that it's is. It's a type of leaf, obviously, because it's a leaf. But anyway, it's in salad. It's a it's, vegetable? It's fancy salad. Oh, fa- fancy salad. <laughs> okay. Uh, funny business headlines. Uh, two well, for two three. For three. Not bad. So what was that? 20 points, 40 points. Uh, not quite 60 uh, points all the way through. but It's a winning day in baseball. W- yeah, that's Hall of Fame numbers even if you're in baseball. So uh, what do you have planned for tomorrow, Mr. Tomorrow, Mike? Tomorrow, let's see here. Uh, oh, speaking of number two, yeah. I'm going curling. Oh, you are? I am. Our uh, mutual friend needs some help. Oh, that's right. Help. He needed some help curling and, tomorrow uh, So curling tomorrow down in Lakeville. Lake. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow. I don't know. Yeah. I, I know I couldn't go for some reason, but uh, that's here nor there. Uh, I want to thank everybody for checking out episode number three of the BizX podcast. Thanks for having me. Hey, Mike. Thanks for coming in and being a Tannin for a Day uh, guest host, Mikey the Stat Man. We'll remember Stat that one for man. the next time. Uh, again, check us out on iTunes. Check us out on Stitcher. Uh, whatever your flavor is, please do it there. Uh, check us out on Twitter, of course. We'll be back next week. Another guest, another episode, and Tannin will be back. Thank you so much for checking us out. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you for streaming the BizX Podcast, part of the Launch Your Message Network. In the meantime, follow us on Twitter at BizX Podcast. That's at BizX Podcast. And through our website at www.bizxpodcast.com.